Why should you invest heavily in Falcons, Seahawks, Packers, Rams, and Lions? Oh my, it's time to find out right here and right now as we break down DFS and price picks for week seven to close the week of Locked On Fantasy Football. You are Locked On Fantasy, your daily NFL fantasy podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Greetings, everyone, and welcome to another edition of the Locked On Fantasy Football Podcast. We're on a Friday here. That means we're going to look at DFS and Price Picks picks of the week here for us on the show. I'm one of your co-hosts, Vinny Iron. I'm not doing this. I'm writing about NFL fantasy and betting for SportingNews.com. Hey, hey, I'm Michelle Majuk, researcher for NFL Network and fantasy analyst on NFL.com. We're Locked On Fantasy Football, your destination to become the smartest fantasy football player in the league. We're part of Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day, your fantasy football team every day. This episode is brought to you by Prize Picks, the easiest and most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Go to prizepicks.com slash LockedOnFL and use the code all lowercase LockedOnFL for a first deposit match up to $100. We will get into those picks of the week. Michelle and I both do three here that you can target. It was very successful for us last week. And I'm going to go after some of those low number props, a teaser again for this week. Before we do that, we're going to look at uh, FanDuel, look at the our quarterback and wide receivers we're talking target as well as running backs and tight ends. We'll dive in in a moment, but Michelle, Derek Carr, he didn't uh, really do a lot. And uh, I guess I was right about Taysom Hill last night. <laughs> he got he got into the end zone. Uh, that was great. Derek Carr is always terrible. And he and Chris Olave just can't connect, which is killing Chris Olave in fantasy. Yeah, just play Taysom Hill. I'm talking to the Saints, not fantasy people. Just play him. <laughs> like they got stuffed three times with Alvin Kamara at the goal line, and then Taysom Hill comes in looking all perfect, you know, just like a Greek god coming in and running in for a touchdown. So that's what Taysom Hill does, and uh, maybe he'll have some value. We can't play him on the slate this week at quarterback or tight end or at running back or wide receiver, so we've got to find some other people to look at at DFS on the main slate. This weekend, Michelle, you have two picks. These are guys we bandied about all preseason, early season long as the sleeper quarterbacks, and you like them this week at their price points. Yeah, there's not a lot of quarterbacks to choose from on the main slate. I mean, there's a lot of guys on by, and then you have Tua and Jalen Hurts playing the night game, and then Brock Purdy and Kirk Cousins on Monday night. So there's not a lot left, but the two guys I like that have good value, Jordan Love and Sam Howell. I just love Jordan Love's um, matchup, really, right, against the Broncos, who are allowing the most fantasy points to quarterbacks this year and we saw Jordan Love have really good fantasy weeks pretty much every week until that last game we saw him in and with Christian Watson fully healthy I expect that offense to do great things against the Broncos defense and then with Sam Howell he's been super consistent fantasy scorer and again like I brought this up on our quarterback ranking show with Sam Howell. The Giants don't have a pass rush. They really don't. They're they're not being able to consistently pressure the quarterback. And that's Sam Howell's biggest problem, right? So if you don't put pressure on him, he's going to get stuff done. So I really like him in fantasy this week as well. And I I think his value at $7,400 on FanDuel is a really nice price there for him. Yeah, I'm working around the same price points as you are. And I look at 
this uh, price uh, for Jared Goff. I mean, not bad at uh, 76 is what I have it as here. And look, the matchup might say don't play Jared Goff. It's on the road. The Ravens, by the numbers, have given up the fewest fantasy points to QBs. But I look at the situation, they're going to need to throw the ball. I mean, they have a banged-up backfield. Jameer Gibbs looks like he might play, but Craig Reynolds is also hurt trying to fill in for David Montgomery. He's already been rolled out. So I think you'll see them put the ball up in the air. This also could be a sneaky high-scoring game. We talked about that as well. But Jared Goff has been the QB5 on the year. He's just been very good wherever he's playing this year. So 7,600, not bad for him if you want to invest there. Then Geno Smith. At 7,000, it's been hard to trust Geno Smith, but he's kind of like Matthew Stafford that we've seen. He's getting the big volume. He's putting up the numbers. They just had to finish the red zone, get him some touchdowns. I think they can do that this week with his receivers, DK Metcalf, Tyler Lockett, and some others could get involved here as well in this matchup on top of Kenneth Walker. So I think investing in the Seahawks in this Cardinals matchup is very smart here. And I'll mention one more as – I've been looking back and forth. I don't know if they've announced it yet. Brian Hoyer, Aiden O'Connell. But if you're going really cheap and you want to go somewhere, Aiden O'Connell against the Bears is not terrible because he's going to target Devontae Adams a lot. And Devontae Adams can help him. He's only at 6,300. So very cheap there to maybe get 18 points. And you're looking at three X return there from Aiden O'Connell. I don't love Aiden O'Connell, the player, but he's attached to Devontae Adams and Michael Mayer. And Jacoby Myers, all these guys have great matchups. So there's a potential there for something. I don't think I would go as far as Tyson Bajan, however, on the other side. No, no, no. Don't do that. The only thing with Geno Smith that I'm worried about, spoiler alert, I might have the running back for the Seahawks uh, as a great DFS play, is that Kenneth Walker might take all the fantasy points, right? But if they're going to score points against the Cardinals and Geno Smith is cheap enough, so I like that here. Moving on to wide receivers, we're each going to give three players we like. Uh, my first one being, it's soup. I already talked about this with Jordan Love. I want that connection. It's Christian Watson. Uh, he's a cheaper option at $6,600. So one of those mid-tier costs here at wide receiver. But we know his big playability. And he definitely could come up with at least one long touchdown in this game, in this matchup. So I love that that hookup there. If I have, If I plug in Jordan Love, I want Christian Watson. And then I don't really want to spend up on any of the super high-priced wide receivers this week because the running backs are so gross. I want to spend up on that and even tight end. So that's why my highest guy I would want to spend up on is Puka Nakua. He's $7,300, but $2,400 less than Cooper Cup, right? So he's the much less expensive option among the two teammates. And the, the Steelers are a great, great matchup for wide receivers. I think he comes back, has a... From his first bad game of his career, I think he bounces back quite nicely here. So I'm willing, that's the top price I'm willing to pay for a wide receiver this week with Puka Nakua. And then a super cheap option is Wandell Robinson at 5,600. I brought this up on the wide receiver ranking show, but the commanders, DJ Moore put up 230 yards on the commanders. AJ Brown, 175. Drake London, 125. Marvin Mims, 113. Stephon Diggs, 111. All they do is allow so many yards to wide receivers. So I want one of those giants wide receivers. And I think Wondell Robinson is the guy to roster here in your DFS leagues. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, Tyra Taylor would be good for Robinson because they really had a good connection last week. Christian Watson might be a little bit uh, Pat Sertain too, but he's struggled in coverage as well this season along with the rest of the Broncos. So I wouldn't be worried too much 
but Sertain being on the other side here for the Broncos in looking at him. And then Pukunakua, just a very solid spot here against the Steelers secondary, just a guy that can create mismatches all over the field. Now, I'll go with my two cheap guys, and I would pay up for one guy this week, and he's part of a stack. But Drake London, he came through big time last week, set career highs and all the big numbers, targets, yardage, catches. He didn't score, but I think you'll get that opportunity potentially this week against the Buccaneers. What's been helping Drake London and Kyle Pitts is the fact that they're throwing the ball more. They're forced to throw it more when they're trailing, making mistakes. They don't want to throw that many times with Desmond Ritter, but hey, Desmond Ritter is capable of 300-yard games, as we've seen here the past two weeks. So, look, I think the Bucs can have their way a little bit with this uh, defense and have some versatile options there. So Drake London should get a decent amount of targets again at 6900 is a really good price. Now, I don't mind looking at DK Metcalf in that game as well to stack with Geno Smith, but Tyler Lockett is a slightly cheaper option there that you can look at 6800 We've already seen him blow up for a two-touchdown game. He seems a little bit more boom or bust here with his plays, but I think he's the healthier guy right now. You have to worry a little bit about that hip injury. I know Metcalf is going to be out there, but Lockett is capable of some big games with Geno Smith, and uh, this could be another one of them this week. And then you look at Emon Ross St. Brown. You have to pay up to 8200 to get him, but I think he's going to be a big part of this offense and what they flow through this week. He's a big part every week, but when you look at it, Sam Laporte has a tough matchup at tight end. It's hard to throw deep to James Williams on this team. So the slot could be very wide open, high volume there for St. Brown. So I, I like those three, St. Brown, London, and Lockett this week as my three picks. And I really like two of your picks, Nakua and Robinson. I had them on my own list as well. Yeah, I definitely consider Drake Lennon here. I'm going to be talking about him in my prize picks of the week, but I love that matchup for him. And I just love the usage that he's getting. And with Amon Ra, he's always fantastic. And Tyler Lockett is always capable of putting up a huge game. So love that stack if they do end up scoring through the passing game. We're going to get to our running backs and our tight ends, our favorite DFS plays this week at those two positions. But first, we have to hear from a couple of our sponsors. The show's brought to you by Jace Medical. Everyone should be empowered to care for themselves and their loved ones during the unexpected. That's why Jace Medical offers the Jace case. The Jace case provides five life-saving antibiotics for emergency use and gives you a peace of mind so they are not just hoping to have access to medication in an emergency. Jace Medical makes sure you have the medication in hand. Jace Medical is simple. They handle everything from the online evaluation to licensed pharmacy medication delivery and ongoing consultation and care. Don't get caught unprepared. Save more than $360 by getting these life-saving antibiotics with Jace Medical, plus an additional $20 off by using promo code Locked On at checkout on jacemedical.com. That's J-A-S-E medical.com, promo code Locked On. This episode is also sponsored by FanDuel. Snap into action this NFL season with FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. Right now, new customers new customers get $200 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. That's $200 in bonus bets, win or lose. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action. The app is so easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options, including spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. Using FanDuel really does just enhance that sports viewing uh, experience. It's a it's a great time on there. So visit FanDuel.com slash locked on and enjoy the NFL season. Again, FanDuel.com slash locked on. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. 
All right, Vinny, running backs hard this week. I mean, ranking them was hard. Finding good DFS plays is hard. So let me hear your top three favorite running back values for DFS this week. Yeah, you mentioned that you do want to pay up maybe for at least one of these running backs, if not two. It's going to be hard to do that. But one for sure, and uh, you have an expensive option. I have one as well. Mine is Josh Jacobs. Uh, Look at the volume he's getting. It's incredible. What's really befuddling to me is the Raiders are one of the worst rushing teams in terms of production. It doesn't make any sense. They were the best, obviously, with Josh Jacobs winning the rushing title last year. He's still getting a ton of touches here. I think they translate to better production against the Bears this week. Uh, he actually will show up twice. So mentioned he's part of prize picks as well here. But $8,000 on Josh Jacobs and Fandle. Look, he's going to get the volume. We know that for sure, especially if it's Aiden O'Connell or Brian Hoyer. We know that's going to be the case. So they'll lean on him quite a bit. I think he'll have high volume as a runner and receiver this week. So I do like that play. Uh, one guy that's kind of disappointed in recent weeks but has had some big games Brian Robinson Jr., that same matchup with Sam Howell against the Giants. I think they'll be in control. Sam Howell can put up a few touchdowns there. They'll be running in the second half, I think, there and taking control. The Commanders really need another win here at home, or I'd say it's on the road, but they still need a win here to keep a Ron Rivera around. So I think Ron Robinson will be coming through there at 7300 on Fando. Pretty nice price if you're saving a little bit of money. And Javonta Williams, a little bit of a leap of faith here, but I thought he looked really good at least with his knee. That was the biggest concern, how long it would take him to have the burst back. He had showed some of that against the Chiefs. Now, he didn't get all the opportunities to get it done against the Chiefs, but uh, he had that hip injury as well. Now he's had the mini-buy. He should be well-rusted here. The Packers give up a lot of points to running backs. You can run on them. They've given up some massive combined games to backfields this season. So I do like him, especially at 6000 I mean, if he was a little bit more than that, I wouldn't play him, but I really like that price for Javante Williams. Yeah, I can't get on the Javante Williams train just because it feels like a three-headed monster. Uh, it's becoming, right, with Julio McLaughlin and Samaje P. Ryan. Also, Javante Williams did look good on the ground. He did, but he doesn't get the goal line carries, or he hasn't yet. There's not really many to go around in the first place. And also, he had zero targets last week. So it's just hard for him to put up too many fantasy points there but I feel like you could come up with these reasons why not to play so many running backs this week right it's yeah. a it's a hard group out there that's why I want to pay up and I'm paying a big time for Kenneth Walker $8,800 so he's the second most expensive running back you can get you can pay on the main slate still $600 less than Austin Eckler but I think there's a really strong possibility he ends as the running back one this week the Cardinals are allowing the third most fantasy points to the running back position this season. Uh, all Kenneth Walker is doing is scoring touchdowns left and right, like a rushing touchdown, at least one every game for each of his last four games played. And last year when the Seahawks played the Cardinals, they really leaned on Kenneth Walker. I mean, they gave him 21 carries in one game, 26, the other, he had great fantasy uh, production in both of those matchups. So I, I do think this is a game they're going to lean on the run. They don't really need to pass all that much to beat the Cardinals. So love paying up for Kenneth Walker here. And then my two cheaper guys, I'm just going with upside. That's that's what I'm going with here in this type of tournament play. It's Jameer Gibbs and Roshan Johnson. And I think these are two guys stuck with the rest of these gross running backs this week that could stink, right? They could do nothing. But they could also be top five running backs because they have that talent. So with Jameer Gibbs, we know David Montgomery's out of the game. 
the one game he played without Montgomery, he had 17 carries. Like if he gets that again, I love that usage for him. The issue is he wasn't used as a pass catcher that game, but he has been used as a pass catcher should be in this matchup in a game that should be close, higher scoring. So I think Jameer Gibbs has a super high ceiling this week. And then with Roshan Johnson, he's just a much better running back than Deonta Foreman. And I do that. He like, he's a pass catching back as well. And I think in the second half, they're probably going to be down in this game with their backup quarterback. So I expect Roshan Johnson to get a lot of targets with a backup quarterback and then be used as the main rusher too in the first half. And I just like his talent more than Deonta Foreman. And he's super cheap this week, $5,900 for Roshan Johnson. Yeah, just check. I mean, Gibbs and Johnson have been banged up, so just make sure they're in there. I don't know if it's easy. I don't think we'd want to pivot to Craig Reynolds or not to form in the other case. No. So you want these rookie upside, and I'd like that going. So with some young backs, Michelle, I like that this week for sure out of uh, your picks. And now I'll get into my tight ends, and I'm taking a little bit of a dart throw. I'm going cheap at tight end. Uh, you said that maybe pay up there. This week, uh, just saying, uh, I, I think we'll go the cheap way. Luke Musgrave is the obvious one here at 5,000. Broncos allow the most fantasy points to the tight end, and they've uh, given up 75 yards on average per game. Luke Musgrave can pay off with uh, less than that, especially at $5,000 on FanDuel. So everything points to Luke Musgrave being a nice little plug-and-play right there at tight end, especially if you're hurting your bye week or just looking for someone there. And Noah fan, it's a little bit of, again, just a little bit of dark throw, cheap on the board here. He's actually only $100 cheaper than Luke Musgrave at 4900 But keep in mind, Noah fan has a decent history. I know the Cardinals are better against the tight end this year by the numbers, but he has a decent history, two pretty good games against them last year. They'll maybe try to get him involved, especially Metcalf is a little bit banged up here. So, yeah, I think every once in a while, Noah fan has involved the offense making a few big plays, and I feel like this would be a week there. So, Musgrave and Fan to hoping that they stretch a field a little bit in their games. Yeah, I'm looking to pay up this week. So kind of a different approach than you because I want to save money at the wide receiver spot, uh, go cheaper, but with such a lack of depth here at running back and tight ends, I kind of want that advantage of paying up for these guys that should score a lot of points. And that's why Mark Andrews, I know we were talking about him yesterday. Is he still an elite fantasy option? I don't know, but he's still one of the best ones, right? Uh, he's $6,900, so still $1,600 less than Kelsey. So you're not mortgaging all of your cash here that you have, right, to spend in your lineup on a tight end. But they get the Lions. I expect both teams to be able to put up points. The Lions have a pretty good defense, though, overall. So, And we know that the Ravens' wide receivers are struggling. I expect a lot of targets to go to Mark Andrews this week. The Lions are allowing the fifth most points to tight ends this season. So I like paying up for him this week. And then if you don't have enough to pay up for Mark Andrews, I think Johnny Smith is your next spec best option for value here at 5,400. So he's not as cheap a Musgrave or Noah fan, but still on the cheaper side. And it, Johnny Smith has been highly consistent. He, he just has. He's been more consistent than Kyle Pitts. He's averaging two more fantasy points per game than Kyle Pitts since week two. So I, I think he is the tight end to play this week against the Buccaneers over Kyle Pitts. And Pitts is more expensive. So I'll go with the cheaper option with Johnny Smith. Yeah, so basically I have three cheap options. Mark Andrews was also on my list, by the way. I do like to stack potentially with him and Lamar Jackson this weekend. The Lions allowing a lot of fantasy points to tight ends, and Andrews is going to give him a few matchup problems. So I really like the call with Andrews and uh, paying up that way if you're going to do that at tight end. Otherwise, go for a cheap option, I think, this week. Now, we still have to 
to get into a little bit more DFS. We'll uh, break down our Price Picks picks of the week. But first, uh, you got to know how to get in on the Price Picks action. Yeah, this episode of Locked On Fantasy Football is brought to you by Price Picks here to close the week. You just pick two to six players. And you just pick more or less than them uh, delivering beyond their projections available there. It's really fun to play. And you can really turn that $10 into $250 very easily, up to 25 times your money is available. It's really simple to play. You can make and submit your picks in seconds. Quick withdrawals, easy gameplay, and an enormous selection of players and stat types are what make Price Picks number one in daily fantasy sports among apps. This weekend, we'll have our picks coming up here, and it's really fantastic to get in the action now because now we have some data points. We know what these uh, players have done and uh, have a little bit of history with these defenses as well. So something you want to consider and get in is another way to play here with fantasy football. It's very easy to get in. All you do is go to pricepicks.com slash LockedOnFL. Use the promo code LockedOnFL for first deposit match up to $100. Again, pricepicks.com slash LockedOnFL. And you'll get a first deposit match up to $100. Check it out. Uh, you can't uh, find an easier way to play DFS and get in on the action every week. This episode is also brought to you by DoorDash. Uh, when we're watching that action, we want to make sure that uh, we are taken care of. And uh, we might be so engrossed in a game and seeing what our fantasy players are going to do that uh, we may not be able to get out there and take a break. And we don't want to do that because DoorDash makes it easy for us to be there and have the food coming up to us or whatever we need to uh, push us through another exciting uh, fantasy day. You can order chips, dips, nachos, anything you need there from the grocery store to uh, help you from DoorDash. Or you can go traditional pizza, wing, soda, get that delivered right there as well. So it, it doesn't get any better than that when you're watching football on Sunday and you don't have to worry about how your food and your nourishment is going to come to you. Just check it out there. You get 50% off up to a $10 value when you spend 15 or more on your first order. Just download the DoorDash app and enter the promo code LOCK23. Subject to change terms to apply. Again, that's 50% off up to a $10 value when you spend $15 or more on your first order when you download the DoorDash app there. Just enter the promo code LOCK23 to take advantage of that now. All right, Michelle, it is uh, time to close the show with our Price Picks Picks of the Week. Before we do that, just a little bit of a programming reminder here that later here coming up uh, soon, you'll have uh, the football show live here. Locked On is kicking it up with the NFL kickoff live here at 2 p.m. Eastern, so coming right up here. Check it out. Uh, the host, uh, Tanitra Batiste, Jarvis Davis, and Kyle Krabs will break down everything you need to know, every aspect of your game, matchup, fantasy as well, betting angles, all the good stuff with the help from all the correspondents across the country. Check it out. And you can also check it out uh, this weekend anytime you want. Locked on NFL kickoff live every Friday, 2 p.m. Eastern on any Locked On YouTube channel. All right, Michelle, let us uh, close with our price pick six of the week. And, of course, they're a little bit related, and you have a couple uh, crossovers with our look at FanDuel. So uh, go ahead with your three picks of the week, and I think we did pretty well last week. Yeah, I, I think I found the smash of the week. All right. Going okay. through all the different options you have okay. on prize pick. There, there's a there's a lot of fun different options you can do. And I found one. Tyree Kill and Cooper Cup will combine for 189 and a half Ooh. receiving yards this week. 
listen, Tyreek Hill himself could hit that number because he has before. But Tyreek Hill has hit 150 plus yards by himself in four games this season. Cooper Cup has hit at least 115 yards in both games played this season. They combined for 299 yards in week five. 311 yards in week six, and they only need 190 this week. I smashing that one. And then also I'm going with another Rams wide receiver. I think Cooper Cup's going to be good. I think Puka Nakua is going to be good. And they only have them at 59 and a half receiving yards, taken more than 59 and a half receiving yards. He had 70 plus in each of his first five games. I know it came down last week, but he still had seven targets. I expect all the targets pretty much to go to Cooper Cup. Puka Nakua against the Steelers secondary. So taking more than 59 and a half receiving yards for him there. And then my last one is Drake London. So he was one of your favorite DFS plays that wide receiver this week. I agree with you. I'm taking more than 47 and a half receiving yards against the Buccaneers. 78 yards in week five, 125 in week six. We see him and Desmond Ritter building that connection. I don't think they're going to be able to run too well against this Buccaneers defensive line. They should get him more targets. He's by far their best pass catcher. So I, I think he'll hit over 47 and a half receiving yards. Yeah, those are good, great calls, Michelle. And I really like Drake London this week. And I'm just surprised his yardage is not going up. Like if he got it up to like 60, I might stay away. But 47.5 more, yeah, you feel good about that as well as Puka. I mean, maybe they're just not catching up to some of these numbers here. But yeah, Puka did disappoint. Last week, but Drake London did not. So I, I think they'll all rebound and come through. I really like your Hill and Cup combo more to the point that I was inspired to make my own combination pick this week. And it is the tight end you or tight end day celebration coming up. The founder of that is George Kittle. One of his good buddies is TJ Hawkinson. These are two of my favorite players, period, in the NFL. Just a very good uh, athletic tight ends. Now, I just need 92.5 yards combined. It sounds like a great uh, FM station for classic rock, but that's what I need here. George Kill and TJ Hawkinson, they look like rock stars. I want them to duel and say, look, we need to come to agreement. We need to produce here 47 yards each this week. doesn't matter. As long as we both hit 47, everyone will be happy. We'll be happy. We'll try to get 100 each in this game as much as possible. So they're going to make a gentleman's agreement that they want to prove that they're the two best tight ends in the NFL. So matchups, look, Hawkinson has a tough one, but uh, look, they throw him like a wide receiver, so he's going to be busy. George Kittle, Debo Samuels banged up. We know uh, what's going on there. So those are two that I really like to combine well. In a, it's about a little bit actually less than half of uh, the Cup Hill total, so I like that as well, that we can cash in on both here. Now uh, looking at a couple that are related to my DFS picks, and we had success last week with uh, receiving yards. I mean, that Alvin Kamara one seems uh, rather easy given what happened on uh, Thursday and all that stuff. So, uh, look, he did it last week as well. So uh, he was a machine with the receptions. I'm going with Josh Jacobs. The Bears give up the most receiving yards on average to running backs. Josh Jacobs is just getting too much volume, and this number is really nice, 20.5. That's it. That's all he has to get. And if it's a younger quarterback or Brian Hoyer, check down and trouble, we're going to do that, right? So I do like that. 20.5. That's not asking for a lot more than 20.5 receiving yards for Josh Jacobs. And then it worked out with Russ Wilson. I was watching that game and seeing what he was doing, and he just got there. And then I saw that, and I had that for another 
situation and I played it out that we had Desmond Ritter at 9.5 <laughs> and it paid off. He had uh, like 15 rushing yards. So I'm going to go Geno Smith. He also needs 15 rushing yards, more than 14.5. Now the way the Cardinals play defense, there's going to be some wide open opportunities here where they're going to be trying to protect against a deep ball. He's going to see some green in front of him, take off running. He can do this in two carries here. So Michelle, I'm going for these. I like these uh, running back receiving and uh, quarterback rushing there. Those are my picks, Geno Smith, Josh Jacobs, and the two tight ends. That Josh Jacobs one is such a smash with Aiden O'Connell likely to start, right? 11 targets yeah. in the first yeah. uh, game that he played with Aiden O'Connell. And we talked about like backup quarterbacks go to the first read if that's not open, which will be Devonte Adams. He's just going to check it down to Josh Jacobs. And Josh Jacobs has been so involved as a pass catcher. I can't believe they have the line only at 20 and a half receiving yards that he has hit more than that's that's fantastic. You love your tight ends this week, uh, George Kittle and TJ Hawkinson. I hope it happens. I just have a hard time believing that Kyle Shanahan will use him. He should. He absolutely should. I just, I have um, trust issues when it comes to Kyle Shanahan and George Kittle. Yeah. I mean, he's going to say, look, it's tight end day. It's a holiday. I need to celebrate. <laughs> Give me the ball. My buddy's on the other side. Don't make me look bad in front of uh, TJ Hawkinson. So uh, I think that's comes to play. So I like these type of things where you have that. I kind of like that also on Sunday night where we have the re- Alabama reunion of sorts. You have uh, Tua Tagovailoa, Jalen Hurts and Jalen Waddle and Devonta Smith. So I do like all those kind of little storylines where we all want to be buddies and all be successful and, Somebody's going to win or lose the game, but uh, we can all put up uh, fantasy points and DFS points for everybody. That's how I think all these players should be going in every single week here. So great week again, Michelle. Thanks again for bringing terrific insight, as you always do, and uh, some really good advice out there for you all to help you uh, dominate, uh, whether you're playing DFS or seasonal this week. For this great week of Locked on Fantasy Football, this has been Vinny Iyer. And I'm Michelle Majuk. Bye, y'all.